Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. So a few years ago, I was super excited to go to a writing conference called She Speaks. And I remember it was a big deal because the ticket to the event was really expensive, you know, compared to what I normally pay for conferences. It was really outside of my comfort zone. I was going with the hopes to be able to pitch a book idea to a publisher, which was really scary. Um, And I had never really attended the conference before. I had been, you know, to the hotel while the conference was going on to visit a friend that was there. Um, But I never attended as an attendee. So here I was. And, you know, I'm I'm packing up for this thing. I'm super excited to go. I know it's going to be this, like, epic, life-changing weekend. It's going to be amazing. I just can't wait for it. And that's when it all starts to fall apart. So this this season of my life, I was pretty much full-time stay-at-home mom. And I had to take my child to the grandparents' house so that they could watch my son while I went to this conference. And um, as we're packing up, you know, to drive four and a half hours to my parents' house, I realized my son has a fairly high fever, right? So I'm giving him fever medicine. He's got a cold. I take him to the doctor. He's got a virus. He's got to write it out. I'm doing all this stuff, kind of squeezing it in right before I leave, just because I don't want to take him up there and then them take him to like, you know, minute clinic or urgent care or something like that over a cold or whatever. And so I try to get all this stuff out of the way. Like I'm trying to be as prepared as possible to leave. So we finally, finally that day after the doctor's appointment and all the stuff, get everything packed up in the car and I'm leaving to go out of town and I'm driving out of town and I am going down this one road that I've traveled like a hundred million times before. I'm going like 45 because, you know, my brain is like, okay, this speed limit on this road is 45. Not realizing or thinking about the fact that there is like tons of construction going on this road at the time. And so I come over this hill and I look down, you know, and I'm just doing my thing and I slow down for the person in front of me and I see these police officers who are like physically out of their, out of their cars, like standing on the road. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know, maybe they're doing like, you know, um, ID checks or something like that. So as I approach one of the officers, he motions me to pull my car over. And so I, I do still not really sure what's going on. And he walks up and he says, do you know that you're speeding through a construction zone? And, you know, I'm like, no, I mean, I'm just going like, you know what I mean? Like my brain is trying to process what he's telling me because I can't believe that I'm basically being pulled over and that he's going to give me a ticket. And this is still not processing to me what's happening because to me, you know, I'm just driving on the road. He's like, yeah, you were speeding in the this whatever. And I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Like just in total shock, like not even, not even able to cry. Like can't even cry, can't react, can't do anything. So um, I'm just sitting there and he comes back and he hands me a ticket and like a court date and all this stuff. And I'm just like in shock, like total shock. So I'm going down the road and it it feels like so far this day, like everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. I mean, there were other things that happened throughout the day that I haven't even listed that I was definitely keeping track of in my head. So then I get to the hotel finally after dropping my son off 
And I get to the counter and I very last minute um, tried to get a roommate, right? Because I realized that staying in the hotel was probably the smart way to go. Um, But because it's like in my hometown um, or my old hometown where I grew up, my in-laws live there. So I was just going to stay at their house so I could save money on the hotel and all that kind of stuff. But last minute, I talked to my husband. He was like, yeah, you should stay in the hotel. That's where all the action happens. And I said, yeah, that's what I think. So I popped in the group and I got a gal who was wanting to share her room with me. And she had, because these are suites, she had like a fold out sofa, which wasn't a big deal. So I agreed to pay for half the room. And, you know, I knew that the conference hotel price was like $159. So it calculated everything out. I knew that I was going to have to pay, you know, this amount every night. And that was going to be fine, yada, yada. So we get to the front desk and this gal has gotten there a day earlier than me for the pre-conference. And so she's put my name on the room. And so I walk up to the desk and I'm saying, hey, you know, I need to check in. They're like, okay. And I was like, you know, how much? Um, well, so they started, this is what happened. This is what cued me is they started handing me all these things. Like there was a card that they handed me that was for some sort of fridge um, on the floor that gave you free food and drinks and like some other thing. And so I thought, man, this is either like a really fancy hotel or I've gotten myself into a bad situation. (laughs) So I started asking questions. I'm like, well, how much per night are these rooms? And the lady was like, oh, these are the two forty nine a night rooms. Uh, you guys, it was like my heart like dropped into my stomach. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, these rooms get, you know, unlimited access to these machines upstairs and you get all these perks and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't care about these perks. Like I just wanted to, I would just wanted a bed to sleep on. Like, oh my gosh. So then I'm like, how do I have this conversation with this woman about how like I did not anticipate having to spend you know, like over a hundred dollars a night, you know, almost, almost a hundred fifty dollars a night to stay in this hotel with her and sleep on a pullout. Like I didn't know how to have this conversation with her. And I am just melting down on the inside because everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Darn you, Murphy. Darn you. Right. And, and I go, I just remember that I walked in the room and closed the door and I plopped myself down in the little chair in the room. And I just cried my eyes out because I had not called my husband yet to tell him that I got in the ticket. I had to tell him now that my roommate had this like crazy expensive room. You know what I mean? I, I, I was, I was unwise and not asking her, you know, how much was the room that she got? Like, I just assumed she had the hotel block that was 179 a night. All these things are just, I just feel like the world is imploding on me and I just don't understand. And I know that sometimes, um, you may feel this way. And today I want to talk about why it's really important for you and I to stop keeping track of Murphy. And so if you know Murphy's law, Murphy's law is if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Like that is Murphy's law. And um, a lot of us get into seasons where we start keeping track of everything Murphy's doing. And just like I did, like I kept, I was just like, you know, my kid got sick. I got a ticket. You know, my roommate, I didn't know my room was going to be this expensive. Now I got to call my husband. And by the way, my husband was super awesome and super supportive and was like, don't worry about it. Have a good time. And as soon as he said that, I stopped crying and moved on with life. But there was all this stress and all this anticipation. And most of it had to do with the fact that I kept keeping track of everything that was going wrong in my life. Well, everything that was going wrong leading up to this day. And as a blogger and as just a normal person, like in everyday life, it is very, very, very easy for us to keep record of all the bad crap that's happening every day for us to wake up in the morning and be like, Oh my gosh, this broke, this happened, this happened. I spilled this. 
my kid spilled this, my kid threw up all over this, like whatever it is, like we have these laundry lists by the end of the day of how crappy the day went and why all that crappiness has made it so hard for us to do what it is we need to do. And that is sort of the point that I want to make today. Like this is what I want to talk to you about, friend. I want to talk about how we often use Murphy's Law and all the things that has come against us in a day that keeps us from taking action and doing the things we know we need to do to be successful. And I'm not going to say that there aren't times when we just need to stop. Like I'm not, I'm not one of those people that I want you to burn yourself out or, or, you know, like run yourself into the ground with blogging. Like that's not my heart, but my heart is sometimes I feel like we take every little thing, every little bump in the road from every day and use it as the reason why we're not taking action or we're not writing or we're not blogging or we're not creating or we're not doing whatever it is we know we need to do to to pursue the success. And we let these things keep us from making forward progress. And so you have a lot of options, right? Like you can let all this bad stuff stop you dead in your tracks. You can make it frustrate you. You can make it, you know, lead you to just go plop down on the couch. And sometimes you need to do this. I'm not saying there's never any room for this. I do this. Sometimes you need to decompress. You need to separate yourself from what you're doing. You need to just chill out. You need to go sit at the pool or you need to sit on your couch and watch Netflix and veg out or you need a glass of wine or whatever you need to do to just, just, you know, finish line the day, right? Because it's just been that kind of day. But Murphy's days can turn into weeks, can turn into months, can turn into years. And I really just want to encourage you guys that when you get these laundry lists, like stop, stop keeping track of all the bad stuff. Bad stuff happens. We got to learn to deal with it and move on. Like that happened. Okay. How do I deal with it? How do I cope? How do I move on? Um, And I know that there's different levels of things going on and we can talk about that. And I'm going to talk about that in this episode, particularly because you guys, some of you guys know what's been going on in my own personal life um, with family and cancer and things like that. So what I want to talk about right now is to say, if anything, when you have days that are going tough, I want to encourage you to not let it stop you, but let it fuel you. Because one of my most favorite quotes of all time is from one of the books by Jen Shinchero. And if you've never heard of her, she has the um, books. And I don't want to say the title because there may be kids listening. So I will edit this for the G version. But you are a bad butt. (laughs) Or you are a bad butt in making money. Um, Or a bad booty or whatever you and your family have agreed that is the appropriate term for that. Um. Those are her books. And in one of those books, again, I am going to edit this to that it is G rated. Um, (laughs) She has a quote that I find very encouraging. And it says, when taking great leaps forward, life often turns to crap before it turns to Shinola. And it's true. In every season of my life where I've been making really significant forward progress, big strides in the directions of what I want and big strides in the directions of my dreams, it seems like that is when all the crap starts to hit the fan, guys. And I'm positive that you feel it. I'm positive that you see it, right? 
And it's not trying to be woo-woo about it. I'm just saying like stuff starts to happen. It seems like every time you're trying to make big strides forward and you have to conquer that stuff. And the number one way that you can do it is by not keeping record and letting that record pile up against you, right? Because mentally, every time you say you keep track of all that junk, it's been bad that day. It just lets it just it just spirals you down and down and down. Instead of having something bad happen, let's conquer it. Let's problem solve it. Let's move on. Let's conquer it. Let's problem solve it. Let's move on. For the things that you can conquer, for the things you can problem solve and the things you can move on from. And I realize that some of you guys have things you can't you can't conquer, you can't problem solve and you can't move on from because you're not they're not in your control. But I'm just asking you to figure out what you can do on your end to get through whatever it is that's holding you back. And for some of you guys, I know that that might be health. And health is not necessarily something you can control. If you have a chronic illness of some sort that just regularly knocks you out, knocks you down, you still have to figure out coping mechanisms, right? Like that's how you survive and you thrive despite the things that you're dealing with is coming up with ways to overcome them despite what's going on. People who keep going despite obstacles are almost like they're trained to be fighters on the inside. And that is what I'm hoping that you guys begin to do is that each time you have obstacles that you face in your life, that you let them fuel you and that you let them help you become the fighter and the winner that you really, really are. Um, Because you have two choices every day in how you deal with all the stuff that comes your way. You can either lay down, take it, accept it, or you can stand up, defeat it, and fight it. Those are your options. Some days you might just need to lay down. (laughs) Like some days you need to just chill out, recover, recoup, all that kind of stuff. And then there's days where it's going to require you to have courage, to take heart, to overcome, to push through, to figure it out, to fight. And the people who fight more often than they lay down are the ones who are going to be successful. And that is the truth. Since a few months ago, many of you know my story um, of my family situation where at the beginning of this summer, we found out that my sister's husband basically had advanced kidney cancer, didn't know he had it, um, had to have immediate like kidney removal surgery, just all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, there was a season there where they told us basically, you know, there, there was a day where we were told they only had six to eight weeks to live. And that's kind of like life altering and, you know, really changed the course of like the summer and kind of what I needed, what I wanted to do during the summer. Um, you know, because here's a person that I'm not guaranteed to get to see past eight weeks. And so who I care very, very, very much about. And I just, in this season have come to realize even more so than I realized before that there's a lot of stuff that comes my way that is not that big of a deal, you know? And I've said this in an email before, but I've started putting things through the filter of it's not death and it's not cancer. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a lot of things in life that are really serious. that are really awful that, knock us back that we really can't control that are really awful, terrible, terrible things. But I would say that for most of us, most days of the week, especially people who live in America, (laughs) that a lot of our problems aren't real problems. 
And when we keep track of all of that stuff constantly, it just poisons us inside. It poisons our productivity. It poisons our our positivity. It, it poisons relationships. Um, it can poison our our reactions to things. Like we can overreact to things when they're not even that important or that serious. And I'm guilty of all these things. My hand is raised. I'm not saying that I'm not guilty of it. That is why I talk about it because I feel like it's something that we have to start recognizing in everyday life. Crap's going to happen. Your day is not going to go the way that you planned it. You're going to spill your coffee. Um, you're going to forget your phone charger. Uh, you're going to drop your phone in the toilet or your kid's going to drop your phone in the toilet. Like bad stuff's going to happen, but it's not really bad in the grand scheme of life and the things that other people have to deal with, like walking to a well to get, hopefully get clean running water every day, or you know what I'm saying? Like it's all perspective. And so I just want to encourage you guys that when you are having a day or a week or a month or a year where it feels like the odds are against you, I just am asking you especially when it comes to productivity and making forward progress on your blog and taking the next best step for you in blogging, stop counting all the bad stuff that's happening. Put it through a filter of how bad it actually is. And if it is bad, that's one thing, right? Like if you're talking about death, if you're talking about cancer, if you're talking about something really, really serious that does matter, that's fine. You got to deal with it. You got to do what you got to do. But, you know... If it's, you got stuck in traffic today, there was an idiot on the road, you know, um, you know, you were late again for school, whatever. I mean, that's just stuff, right? And it's stuff that you can overcome. And, and I always, you know, one of the things, cause I have, sometimes I have friends who reach out and they're just like, man, I'm just having such a hard time. Or like this thing seems insurmountable, this issue that I'm facing. When I have friends that are struggling on this level, I always say, my friend, there isn't a problem that can't be solved except for death. And I truly believe that. Like, I am a problem solver. I think that most of our problems in life can be solved in some way. And if we're talking about it in the context of blogging, technical issues, you know, just everyday speed bumps that we run into that aren't really that big of a deal, all of those problems can eventually be solved or we can get over them or we can get past them. There's some that we can't know that they're bigger than this. Those aren't the things that I'm talking about. I'm really just talking about the everyday mundane things that keep you from making forward progress because we keep a record of all the, all the bad things that go wrong in our day and we let it spiral us down and we don't take action because of how we feel or because of what we feel like is standing in our way or standing against us. And I want to encourage you today to just get some grit. To say, you know what, I know there is a bunch of stuff that's going to get in my way in this journey, but I want whatever it is that I have set as my goal bad enough that when that stuff comes my way, I'm going to do whatever I've got to do to get past it, to get over it, and to crush it. Because you can do it. There's not that many things in your way. You have a community of people, especially if you're in the Just Keep Blogging community on Facebook. You have a ton of people that are there to help you and help you problem solve and give you solutions to those problems and can guide you and direct you in the right way, including myself. And I really genuinely want to encourage you today. Don't keep record of Murphy. 
let it go. Because the truth is, as Jin Shinchiro says, when taking great leaps forward, life often turns to crap before it turns to Shinola. And if you're hunting down that Shinola with everything you've got, if you're hunting down that goal with everything you've got, it doesn't matter what things come in your way. You take out that machete, you slice it and you dice it and you get it out of your way. <laughs> and you just keep blogging. <laughs>